What's your dream? What's your goal? What's your motivation? What's important to you? What's your passion? What can you do to change the world? This is What's Involved. Conversations with thought leaders and change makers from around the world. Hear stories of hope and inspiration to help motivate people like you to live your life, find your passion, and live your dream. Together, we can all bring positive change to our world. Now, here's your host, David Watts. Once again, it is What's Involved. I've got a special guest. It feels like in terms of guests, we've been globetrotting a little bit uh, over the last while, but... uh, I like that and I enjoy that and I enjoy bringing you the kind of guests uh, that we managed to find for you. Today's special guest is uh, a gentleman by the name of Ken Attard. Hello, Ken. Hey, how are you doing, Dave? All right? I am exceptionally well, thank you. Now, That's great to hear. You, you are, we're talking to you from uh, Malta is where you're currently at and tell me a little bit about Ken. Give me a little bit of your journey and how you got to where you are today. Wow. Okay. Are we sure we have enough time? <laughs> uh, uh, and I'm sure you get that a lot. Um, you know, it's it's funny. So if anybody hearing me, yes, I am based in, in Malta, have been for the past 42 years, uh, amazingly, yet um, I was born in Canada and, and spent the first 14 years of my life in Canada. I have now just given away my age and, uh, and, um, and yeah, so, so the first 14 years of my upbringing was in Canada and it's, uh, which was absolutely wonderful as well. And my parents are both Maltese and at the age of 14, after 16 years in Canada, my parents decided that they wanted to come back. I believe my dad sort of decided that he did not want to shovel any more snow and wanted to go where the sun shines 300 days a year. So uh, essentially, that's how I found myself back, uh, found myself in Malta. And I have actually remained here, you know, uh, because I I actually I actually really, really love it here. Uh, I've been back many times to Canada uh, for holidays, yet um, I find myself that this is a great base to be. And um, and, you know, over the years, I mean, it was really interesting. And and what maybe we're going to start to touch on as well is is there was a lot of moments, you know, when I look back now, a lot of moments because of that change where I needed to start it to shift, to adapt, to pivot to certain uh, circumstances that changed. You know, one of the one of the biggest ones I remember, you know, two really big ones was I went from in Canada from playing playing ice hockey, um, uh, an, an avid ice hockey player and still a big fan of it, of the sport. Um, to moving to a country where there's no ice, <laughs> uh, except what we find in in in, in the refrigerators and the freezers. So um, that was a huge adaptation in in that respect. In that respect, and and the other one was uh, was education as well, because the educational level, the academic level here in Malta was very high compared to Canada at the time. Wow. And okay. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have a- thought that. Huh. Yeah, amazingly, yeah, academically, very much so. So it's it's there's a huge emphasis on academics here, um, and 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 the balance between academics and uh, extracurricular um, at the time, at least, was really not really really balanced. Not that there wasn't extracurricular, but there was a lot of pressure. There was there was there was a lot of pressure academically, very high. So I went from you know I went from an above average student in Canada to an average student here in Malta. 
Um, uh, and, and, you know, and that came with, <laughs> that came was like, like I say, some of the changes, like academic at school was very different in the sense of as well, you know, I, I look back and I, and I, I went from a, a schooling system that was co-ed to a schooling system that was not co-ed. So I found myself in an all boys school. Um, uh, in Canada, I went to school in uh, jeans and a t-shirt if I wanted to, wore whatever I wanted to. And Malta, I found myself in a brown uniform with a polka dot tie. <laughs> okay. And, 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 and it's 14 and the hormones are sort of running, right? And I'm like, okay, so where did all the, where did all the girls go? <laughs> Uh, so learning to adapt with that and learning to cope with the academic level, really, truly, I remember one incident, not an incident, but, you know, even when it came to exams, um, uh, you know, I, in Canada, like I was just going to start to do exams, whereas here they had been doing exams from a very young age. They do, you know, midterm exams, yearly exams. And so I found myself, you know, my first exams here and I, and I, and I literally broke down uh, crying at one point. I remember one of the, for one of the first exams I did, I broke down crying because I didn't manage to finish. And this was supposed to be my forte because it was English language. And I'm like, okay, this is, this is anyways, long story short, got through there, got through my education. Um, and, 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 you know, lo and behold, I found myself as a banker for about six, seven years and then moved into, uh, moved into sales uh, where I with a with a predominant company here on the island and worked there for three years and then decided I wanted more and I just moved into getting closer to entrepreneurship if I'd like to say that because then I moved into a company where um, that wasn't mine but I had more opportunity to it was a very small company and but I learned a lot as well there as I learned a lot in sales at the company I was with previously and then from there I became a company director. Um, and then the year 2000, ventured completely out on my own, uh, opened my first retail shop um, and opened a couple after that in 2000. Um, in the meantime, got involved in network marketing where I was introduced to personal development, where I fell in love with personal development because I started to learn certain things where I was like absolutely blown away because I was like, how come they don't teach us this stuff in school? You know, I can have more control over the way I'm thinking that can have an effect on the results and the experiences I'm having. And, and I just, I just kept it up with the personal development um, as an entrepreneur went through certain challenges without a doubt throughout that time. Um, you know, I opened about, th I opened three different shops at that time and in 2006 ended up closing all of these shops um, not, not all at the same time, but slowly but surely closed all of these shops. Um, in the meantime, also created, uh, had a promotional merchandise business, which I still do have today. And, um, and also continued in the personal development world. And, uh, and I, I, one of my mentors who happens, happens to be my cousin, Jackie Beckman, um, who was in Canada at the time, um, I had gotten in touch with her. And to shorten things up, you know, basically she ended up coming over here. We created, she created some events, um, you know, an event like Success Intensive, Nine Principles of Personal Power. At that point in time, I was actually selling these events because I had a group of people because I was doing network marketing at the time um, that wanted to be entrepreneurs, but still didn't have the entrepreneurial mindset. So she created this program for them because I found out that she was actually traveling across North America, um, uh, speaking and, and, and teaching people about personal development. 
over the years, more programs were created. I continued to learn. And, and believe it or not, in, in 2019, I, I decided, because I had been coaching people and, and working with people over the years um, as I continued to learn in my personal development, but it was really in 2019 that I actually decided, you know what, I, I, I really think I have a strong message to get out there. And I said, you know, I really want to get it out there. And I, and I, and I founded Mindset Malta, um, which was just a Facebook page where I was doing some live videos, putting some content there and just really generic. And that was end of 2019. And amazingly, we all know what happened around March, 2020. Uh huh. <laughs> right. And so I look at that as actually divine intervention that I really decided because what happened in March, 2020 was as many people, my, my promotional merchandise business, which was my predominant income at that time, um, obviously took a took a dive, took a dive because the last thing companies wanted to talk to me about were were company giveaways uh, because they you know they were they were you know doing their best to keep their businesses alive to keep their staff be able to pay their employees and it was the last thing they wanted to spend money on and understandably so. Um, so again, you know, the early days of and that's why I mentioned it of adapting and pivoting. And finding my way really served well because I said, you know what, this is the time for me to start flipping my 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 predominant what what I would say my predominant uh, income and what I'm going to be doing. Let's say I would say for the rest of my potentially for the rest of my life. <laughs> we never know; change is always there. Yet um, I said, you know what, I'm going to flip. I'm going to really go all out when it comes to my um, my mindset consulting. And that's what I've done. I've, I, like I said, I continued with the Mindset Malta, and I've uh, I've also set up a specific page for entrepreneurs as well because I decided to focus on working with entrepreneurs specifically. Not it's not it's not exclusively because I do work with other people as well. Especially this year, I've really opened it up to more and more people. Yet um, I decided with entrepreneurs um, because there are leaders. In the, in the business world, let's say there are leaders, but they are leaders. And, and, and I felt that if, if, if I could start to change one leader at a time when it comes to the way they think, I'm not saying that they think wrongly or anything like that, but I think there are some predominant ways of thinking that sometimes are missed. And if I can have an effect on those leaders to show them that, that you know, they can... They can think in a certain way and every thought they're having is having an effect on the results, the experiences they're having. If they can start to shift the way they think, they can now have an effect on the leaders within their company who then can have an effect within everybody throughout the company, shifting a whole culture, potentially. And I thought that would be really, really powerful. And it's one of the reasons I wanted to work uh, with entrepreneurs. So that's Wonderful. brought me to where we are today. <laughs> Wonderful stuff. Wonderful stuff. Um, I was I was smiling uh, during the time that you were chatting because I also started out uh, in the in the banking world, um, but okay. I was I was a horrible banker. Um, I then moved into to the sales world, and in those days that we were selling computer hardware and software, and okay. I was okay with that. But uh, 
Yeah, just uh, the parallels. I've also, and I continue to be fascinated with all things mind-related, self-development, personal development. Um, yeah. and, and for me, it's basically been a lifelong journey. But we're going to get back into mindset and what exactly mindset is when we come back. This is What's Involved. It's so good to have you along with us. My special guest, Ken Attard. More from Ken when we come back. We'll be right back with more What's Involved. David would love to hear from you. To leave a voice message, visit whatsinvolved.com and click drop me a voice note. And we're back. What's involved it is. So good to have you with us. Uh, my guest is Ken Attard. Uh, he currently runs uh, a company called Mindset Malta. And uh, it's all about mindset and working with entrepreneurs and personal development. So I'm hooked. But let me let me throw one at you here, Ken, if I may. Sure. Um, yeah. Mindset. How, how do you define mindset? Really, really interesting. I get asked this question so much. And and. And it's and it is an interesting question. And and I I'm all about keeping things as simple as possible. I think a lot of people get caught up in overthinking, you know, what mindset is and, and so on and so forth. So for me, keeping it really simple, it's it's really what your predominant thoughts are, you know, most of the time. What is top of mind most of the time? So you have people who are, you know predominantly thinking about all the things that are going wrong in their life, looking at all the aspects in their life that, you know, that just, just aren't working. And then you have people who, you know, are, let's say, and we'll use the word positive, um, you know, a little more positive and look at, you know, look at, look at the bright side of things as well. And look at, so what's predominantly top of mind. And the reason I say this is what mindset is, is that, because every thought you're having has an effect on the results and the experiences that you have. So simply put, mindset is, 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 is you know, understanding that your thoughts are having an effect on every single result and experience in your life. And if, if that's, that's the way I like to interpret it. And now, on top of that, saying, okay, so if that is the case... I can purpose purposefully start to shift the thinking, if you'd like to call it, that is unresourceful for me. Because now I can start to look at it. Because that's the part that's really important is that most people um, just don't understand that piece of mindset and they hear about mindset, but they just understand that they have a certain element of control over there. So that's the way I like to interpret mindset. And I find this fascinating, uh, Ken, because, you know, so often you come across uh, people and, you know, we all essentially, I believe, have the same brain. Um, some may be wired a little bit differently, but mm -hmm. you come across people who just seem to naturally be these dynamic, focused, full of energy people. Um, and then you come across others that aren't really... Um, you know, as, as motivated, as focused, et cetera, et cetera. If I think back now uh, to the South African context, um, in terms of what we were doing as a business when COVID hit and within the space of three days, our, all of our work for the entire year got cancelled and uh, we then had to go, whoops, what now? And that 
that pivoting, that changing um, has actually been very good for us as, as a business. Um, you know, and, and, and it was some, it was actually some of the things that we'd never thought about doing. I mean, I'm a, I'm a podcast host, broadcaster, have been for many, many years. Uh, and uh, it only occurred to me then uh, was why not see if anybody wants to, to have some help producing, editing, running, hosting podcasts. And lo and behold, they said, that's a fantastic idea. Uh, and yet other people that I know, and I'm talking big businesses here in South Africa as well, and, and some mm -hmm. of the medium ones, they crumbled. They just fell apart mm -hmm. because people were not able to, to deal with that kind of change. Now, yeah. how, does, how does mindset, I mean, you know, we're sitting here staring down the barrel of a gun and somebody's saying to you, think positively, uh, you're going <laughs> to want to punch them in the face. Exactly. Well, this is, well, well, you know, this is the thing, right? Like, you know, th this is why I, I, when I use, I, I, I'm not a big fan of using the words positive and negative, you know, because even like you're exactly like you're saying, right. You know, you know, your friend, you know, your friend's going through a difficult moment or someone's going through a difficult moment. You know, they just, you know, they just, you know, I don't know, they, they just broke up, had a, had a relationship breakup, you know, their dog just died, you know, their, you know, their health isn't the greatest and you're telling them, Hey, just think positive. And that, like you said, they're going to want to punch you in the face amongst other things. There's <laughs> probably a few words that are going to come out as well. So it's really important to understand, you know, like rapport comes into it as well. You know, and, and, and this is where personal development comes in as well, because, you know, mindset is not just about, you know, just, you know, thoughts. We, even when we're talking about thoughts, you know, your thoughts are going to be related as well to and they're, 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 there's a direct correlation there with your beliefs, too. So just like you're mentioning with these companies that, you know, were put up against the, their backs were up against the wall and it was either, OK, we're going to have to look at this and make some changes so that we can, we can get through this period of time, or they're potentially going to, you know, say, you know what, there's nothing we can do. So, you know, and just sit back and wait and see what happens. So what do we have here? We have, we have people and, and we'll use this as an analogy as with people as well. So we're using businesses here, but we have a business that's saying, okay, we have to, we have to look at this. This is what it is. How are we going to make some changes so that we can survive and not only survive, potentially thrive as well? Well, this is what, as an individual, we would talk as about as a as as a creator. Mm -hmm. OK, someone yep. who's ready to create and move forward, whereas vis-a-vis -vis the other business that says, OK, listen, there's nothing for us to do here. Uh, we can't do anything. Um, we just have to sit and wait. This is this as an individual would be a victim. So, so essentially you have the difference between creator and victim. So, you know, and essentially, even if you are a victim, you are a creator, yet you are, you are allowing the circumstances, the results outside of you to have an effect or, or be that creation. So you're saying I'm a victim. So you're, you're creating the results and experiences of a victim. You think you look outside of you, you think all the stuff outside of you is having an is is creating the results and the experiences, where in actual fact it's not all the 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 circumstances and the situations outside of you, because the situations and circumstances were pretty well, not for everybody the same. It wasn't everything exactly on an even keel. Yet, um, it still was a matter of how 
you as an individual or as a company was going to respond to those situations, to those circumstances. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's what I also I find so fascinating. And I mean, I've been on this journey and I'm, I will be on it for the rest of, of my life. And in terms of that victim mentality, you know, you could sit and go, why me? Why does yeah. everything bad always happen to me? Uh, and then yeah. you have that fatalistic approach where you're like, oh, well, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll give it a shot, but it's generally it's not going to work out. These things never work out for me. You know, yeah. nice, nice guys never finish first, et cetera, et cetera. The most important thing, though, in, in my journey um, was to become aware of my thoughts. And I want to dive a little bit deeper into that when we come back, if that's okay with you, Ken. Perfect. Wonderful stuff. What's involved it is, my special guest is Ken Attard from Mindset Malta. We're talking about thoughts are things and choose yours wisely. Uh, we'll be back in just a bit. This is What's Involved. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. More next. And we're back with Ken Attard, my special guest. So just before the break, we, we said, you know, the, the awareness, because, you know, everybody has thoughts. And, and I think one of the big things is that you are not necessarily your thoughts. We all have them, but we're not necessarily, are we them? Um, how important is this kind of going, all right, let me watch what I'm thinking? Oh, Wow. I love the fact that you mentioned awareness. Um, it's actually the first pillar in my ARC method, which is within my inside, the Inside Lane program, um, where there are five pillars. And awareness is the first pillar because everything starts from awareness. You see, everything starts from awareness because ultimately, you know, what you, what you don't know, you don't know. Yeah, yeah, very much and, so. And, yeah. And, and, and the amazing thing, though, is that what you do know, you've been taught or you've learned. Now, the thing is this, is that what you've been taught or what you've learned is not always necessarily the truth. So yeah. if, if someone has, if you're looking at, you know, I don't know, if you're, if you're looking at a black curtain, and someone has taught you that that black curtain is red, has always taught you that that's red. When you look at that black curtain, you're going to say that's a red curtain because that's what you've been taught. And mm. this is this is this is crucial because most people don't know this. You see, even in our in our young formative years, you know, be between zero and seven and dare I say, even when you're still in the womb. You're, you're learning. You're, you're, you're essentially, let's say, being programmed. When I mean being programmed, you know, by the by your parents, the people you're surrounded by, your your peers, your all these these are all you know your teachers, and 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 they're teaching you what they know. So even when it comes to parents, for the most part, most parents have great intentions, and they're doing the best that they can do with what they know, with what they have. Now, is it always, let's say, the best? Probably not, because they've learned certain things from their parents who have learned from their parents until someone sort of like effectively, you know, breaks the chain and says, you know, and questions and goes, but why do we do this this way? 
You know, there's a great story about about a young girl who goes to her goes to her mother and says, "Listen, mom," she says, "Just why do we why do we always cut off the the, the, the turkey legs?" you know, when we're cooking them at Christmas and the mother's like, you know, I, I don't know. I said, you know, your grandma always did that. And, and, and she says, so go ask your grandma. So the girl goes and asks, young girl goes and asks her grandma and says, listen, grandma, why do we always, you know, cut off the turkey legs? What, what's the reason for cutting off the turkey legs? You know? And, and, and the grandma says, you know what? I really don't know. I said, why don't you ask your great grandma who is still alive? So the young girl goes to the great grandma and says, you know, great grandma, why, why do we, why do we cut off the turkey legs? And the great grandma says, well, I used to cut off the turkey legs because I'd never had a big enough dish. Yeah. <laughs> right. So that is, a so, great so essentially, you know, it's, it's carried on. People continue doing the same thing over and over, sometimes not questioning or not looking at. So we're going to talk about a business, not looking at a better way of doing things. Yeah. That maybe we would have never even thought of now. Why is awareness so, so important? Because everything starts from awareness. When you start to look, when you start to say, oh, you mean, you mean there's, there's, there's actually a, a, a correlation between the way I think and my beliefs. And then the way I'm thinking is having an effect on my emotions. And it's creating either, and make this really simple, I like simple, it's either creating a good feeling emotion what I'm thinking is creating a good feeling emotion or creating a bad feeling emotion. And depending on what I'm feeling, good or bad, now that's going to have an effect on the actions I take and the way I behave. And yeah. then these, the, way I, the actions I take and the way I behave is now going to have an effect on the results and the experience that I'm having. You mean there's a whole process there? So now, once you become aware of it, because most people, I mean, and to let people off the hook, anybody listening, to let them off the hook, you may not know this. You may have not discovered that. I, I, I consider myself very privileged that I came across this stuff, you know, and, and again, considering quite late in my life, I was close to 40, <laughs> you know, and when I see a youngster, you know, uh, an up and coming entrepreneur starting to learn this stuff. I go, you know, like that's that's amazing because now that you're aware of it, you can actually start to look at it. Yeah, and you, you know what I find? Yeah, you know what I find interesting there, Ken, as well is my my mentor, my, my one of the main mentors for me. Um, yeah, he he was very much about, um, you know, you don't know what you don't know, as you said. He says, but then the biggest problem that we face is <laughs> once we are aware. <laughs> then we become responsible. Up until, up until that point, you can go, oh, don't, don't blame me, it was my folks. They, they, they taught me this, the teacher. But once you become aware and you, be, you are then, as he would always say, you are then at choice. So you can yeah. choose to look at these uh, thought patterns, these things that are, are manifesting in your life and go, do, am I choosing this? Do I want to choose this or do I not? And very often the path of least resistance is the easiest one. And you go, well, you know what? I've done this for a hundred years, so I'm just going to keep on. Um, but the, the fascinating part about this is your awareness, thinking about, you know, coming to, to terms with what your thinking process is, but then beliefs 
Now, mm-hmm. I grew up in a family that, that wasn't terribly well-to-do at all. Um, one of the things that I always got told is, do you think money grows on trees? <laughs> um, you know, and I, don't think there, I don't think there's a kid around that hasn't heard that. <laughs> yeah, and then, um, you know, every time something bad would happen, my parents would go, oh, yes, that's just the Watts's, you know, that's the Watts's luck. We are, we are yeah. destined to, to be poor and, you know, <laughs> and at that stage, I kind of just – bought into that. And the thing that started yeah. to reflect in my life is that everything I did, I did until the stage where I was almost successful. And then um, that programming kicked in and I would stop. Yep. And at the time I had yep. no idea why I was doing it. So, so talk mm-hmm. to me about beliefs and, and, and okay. you know, your results yeah. and your experiences. Yeah, absolutely. Like you're, you're spot on with this. And like, you know, and, and like I say, you know, when we talk about parents, for instance, and I'm a parent, so, you know, we, 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 we do our best, you know, and, and, and all parents are really, most parents are doing their best with what they have. Right. Because they're attempting to instill, again, it's just their beliefs and their ingrained beliefs. And, and, and it's amazing how, it's really amazing how they have a tremendous effect on, on, on the results and the experiences. They play an important part. And this is one of the things that I love to talk about when it comes to entrepreneurs as well, because think about this and, you know, and, and, and Dave, you know, you've, you, you've been delving in the personal development world for quite some time and you could probably attest to this that, you know, whatever type of event you are attending when it comes to entrepreneurship or personal development, many times or entrepreneurship, mostly, you know, we hear about the fact, if you want to be an entrepreneur, be prepared to struggle. If you want to be an entrepreneur, you know, be prepared to sacrifice. If you want to be an entrepreneur, be prepared to suffer. Now, this is no different than what you were talking about. You know, you know, money doesn't grow on trees. You see, as entrepreneurs continue and upcoming for entrepreneurs and seasoned entrepreneurs without a doubt, as you continue to hear this over and over, struggle, sacrifice, suffering, struggle, sacrifice, suffering. And, and please don't misunderstand me in the sense that I understand that there are going to be times that there are going to be challenges there. There are times that you will potentially make a sacrifice, or if you want to call it a sacrifice. I'm not very keen on that, actually. And there are going to be times when it might feel like you are suffering. Yet, when you, what happens to many entrepreneurs is this, is that now struggle, sacrifice, suffering is equated with success. So the minute, so it's interesting what you're talking about, you know, so the minute you're getting close to, <laughs> you know, being successful and having the success that you want. And when things sort of start to get a little easier, if you'd like to say, now the brain starts going, wait a second, this isn't supposed to be so easy. This isn't supposed to be so fun. I'm supposed to be suffering. What's going on here? This isn't success because it's so ingrained. So now the minute you're, you know, the minute you decide to take, you know, a day off, you're feeling guilty about taking off because you're supposed to be doing something else that, you know, entails struggle, entails suffering, (laughs) entails sacrifice. So it gets so ingrained. And this is where the beliefs come in because, like I said, the, the more you hear something, the more you hear something. And so, you know, how many times is a parent going to tell their child, you're good for nothing, you're good for nothing, you're good for nothing, you're good for nothing, until they actually believe it. 
the same thing. How many times is an entrepreneur going to hear, you know, you need to struggle, you need to struggle, you need to sacrifice, you need to suffer, sacrifice, struggle, sacrifice, until they actually believe it. So this is where the beliefs play a really important part, because if that is your belief, that's what it will be. <laughs> Essentially, that's what it will be, because your belief is what's going to be kept top of mind. Those are where your thoughts are going to go. Now, as potentially maybe you're listening to this and creating a little more awareness, you might go, oh, wait a second. So there's a way to change this. Let me start to look at my life. What has been what has potentially been programmed? Because sometimes we don't even realize it because those programs, those beliefs are in your in your unconscious mind and the actions you're taking, the behaviors you're doing are 95 percent of them are according to those programs that are running. Yeah, and so you know, essential to change those. And Ken, those those are the most insidious because you know <laughs> when, once you start on this on this journey, you know there's certain ones that are that are easier to change, but yeah. there's others that are just like a knee jerk reaction. Um, and 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 you know it's all good and well, and you go okay, yeah, I know that I'm reacting, but it's just so it takes a lot of work. What I want to find out though is when we come back. Um, and we're going to wrap up then is, is, you know, is this something we can learn? Can you help us out? Is there a process? All of those things we're going to talk about when we come back. This is what's involved. My special guest, Ken Atard from Mindset Malta. Back in a bit. Hey, like what you're hearing? Share the podcast with your family and friends and spread the word. This is what's involved. And we're back wrapping it up with Ken Attard from Mindset Malta. So we've spoken, Ken, and we've talked about, you know, your thoughts and, and your beliefs and how this can, can impact our life. Is this something that anybody can do? I mean, like any entrepreneur um, can, can sort of go, okay, maybe, there's, maybe I need to make a, a change. I mean, is it possible that business, for example, could be fun? dare I say it, uh, effortless, dare I say that. Talk to me about that. Can you help? Absolutely. I 100% believe this. I absolutely believe. And actually, this is what, uh, this is the message I want to get out to entrepreneurs, that your entrepreneurial life does not have to be a continuous struggle, does not have to be a continuous sacrifice, does not have to be continuous suffering. I actually say, what if it could be fun? What if it could be inspiring, inspirational? What if it could be fulfilling? What if it could be impactful? It can be all of those things. Yet I agree with you as well here that, you know, it takes some learning. There is a learning process that goes on like everything else. Remember, potentially you have had certain programs running for years. This means that the neural pathways in your brain are very strong the minute they, these situations, circumstances are triggered off. No different than some people say, you know, when I get angry, I just start yelling. Some people just start yelling. They say, that's just the way I am. Well, it's not just the way they are. It is a learned behavior that they have reinforced over the years so that whenever they get triggered, that happens. And when someone actually says, I'm just like that, as you mentioned previously, that's just someone not being responsible, not being accountable 
for the actions because it's very easy to say, oh, I'm just like that because now I don't have to take responsibility. There's learning that is involved. Absolutely. And, you know, you, you're going to be going through those learning stages. You know, there's predominantly four learning stages. The first, the first one is unconscious incompetence, which we've already mentioned, which is what you don't know, you don't know. You just don't, you're not aware of it. You know, it's uncon- unconscious incompetence. What you don't know, you don't know. Now, someone might be listening here and say, oh, there's a different way. This is interesting. So, but they still don't know how to do it. And they sort of like move up. There's like conscious incompetence. So now I'm aware that there might be a different way, but I just don't know how to do it. And, and, but you start to look into it and you start to delve into it. And now you start to learn a bit as maybe someone's listening here and they start to learn a bit and they say, okay, so, you know, can I start to apply some of this stuff? And they start to apply some of this stuff. So this now is conscious competence. So, you know, I'm starting to apply it, but when I, to, for me to apply it, I really need to think about it. So one of the, one of the easiest suggestions that I give people to start shifting the way they're learning and shifting their, I'm going to use this word frequency, shifting their vibration is by every morning, just allowing a little bit of time for some appreciation to look at the things that are working in your life and to be appreciative of them so that you can, you start to look at those things. So you start to bring more of those things in your life. So let's say you start to do this and you start to do it and, you know, and you consciously make a note of it, a mental note of it to do it and you do it. But the next day you forget because, you you know, it's not quite, you quite haven't quite learned it yet. And so you're still at, like I said, literally thinking about it. It's thinking using the front part of your brain and you're literally thinking, have to think about it to do it. Now, as you continue to practice, what's happening is this, is that you literally are creating new neural pathways in your brain so that you respond in a different way in a particular circumstance. You haven't quite learned it completely yet, but you're starting to build it up. And as you start to build that new neural pathway up, the old one starts to dissipate. And as you continue to practice and practice a bit more and practice a bit more, now you move up to the final level of learning, the learning stage, which is unconscious competence, which essentially is you just do it. It's a habit. You just automatically do it. And, you know, again, like anything else, it's, it's a, it's a learning, it's a learning curve. It's a learning stage. And this is where I like, I like to come in and, and, and assist people and to help people is because with the guidance of someone, whether it's myself or whether it's anybody that you decide to get guidance from and, and it's really important to, to make good choices with that as well, is that they're going to be able to, I'll be able to actually shorten the learning curve. Because if you can do it on your own, and, you know, I commend anybody who wants to do it on their own rather than do nothing and say, listen, you know what, I want to dive into this personal development world and start learning. Yet that could take you a number of years. I, I can attest to that. I mean, I, I, <laughs> you can attest to that. I can attest to that. Now, I've, I've found help along the way as well. And that has shortened the learning curve. Yeah, no, so for, for me, it was for me, it was the stubbornness. It was like, nah, I'm not going to admit any weakness. I'm not going to let anybody know about this. Know, yeah. These are my but, monsters yeah. to slay. And, and you know what? In hindsight, if I'd actually gotten and gone to somebody like yourself, uh, it would have cut my journey significantly. Significantly. Um, and, exactly. and, and, and probably then you start, and, saved a lot of pain. 
Yeah. And you start to learn as well that actually, you know, it's, it's interesting how you said, you know, no, I'm not going to let myself, you know, be, you know, vulnerable to, you know, I can figure this out and all that. And then over the years, you realize that, you know, your vulnerability is actually a huge strength. <laughs> is a huge strength, right? That, that, that thing that we don't want to be vulnerable is actually an insecurity. It's yeah. not actually a strength. So letting yourself say, you know what? I haven't quite figured this out. You know, I, I, I need some help. Being that, that vulnerable is a, is a tremendous, it's actually a strength because a lot of people aren't willing to do it. A lot of people aren't willing to say, you know what? I haven't figured this out. I need some help. Yeah, no, it's a big, it's a big step there. Ken, as we approach uh, the end of our time together, I'm thinking I'm going to have to get you back on the show at some stage because uh, we I'd can be discuss pleasure. this. We can discuss this a lot. But <laughs> what are you currently offering uh, people? Because you know, obviously, when you pivoted, you were working remotely. So I'm assuming mm-hmm. you can still work remotely. Uh, where can people go to to find out a bit more about uh, Ken and uh, Mindset Malta and how how to adapt and change your thinking? Where can we go? Absolutely. So there's a couple of options. If someone just wants to reach out by email, they can absolutely do that. And they can do that by sending an email to coachmenowken at gmail.com. That is also such a cool do- email address. <laughs> Coach me now, Ken, at gmail.com. Okay, where else? Yeah, and, and, and the other thing, I would, I would love to offer your, um, your listeners a free gift. Okay. Where, where, where they, can, they can go and listen to a masterclass, and they can listen to that at adaptandpivotnow.com. All right, I'm going to put that in the show notes as well. Yeah. Uh, so people get to that. So it's a, it's a free masterclass, adapt and pivot, pivot now. now. Dot dot com. And that, there they'll start to get a general idea of what I'm doing. You know, my, one of the major programs that I have at the moment, which um, which is a group consulting, because I like to work in groups. It's, it's, it's amazing the results that people get, is, is a program that I call the inside lane. And... Um, and within this inside lane, like I said, I have this arc method um, where there's five pillars to this arc method that I go through. Um, it is a 12-month program. You know, it's interesting how you mentioned about the learning. And I decided to do a 12-month program on purpose because I wanted to give people people to be able to move at their own pace, you know, to, to, to enjoy it, not take up. Because one of the things that entrepreneurs really have a challenge with is time freedom believe it or not. And I, I want entrepreneurs to understand how they can actually have more time freedom. And that's one of the biggest results they get through going through this program. And they go at their pace. We have fun. It's, it's relaxed. Um, and, and, you know, it's just something I, I really, really, really enjoy doing with, with, with entrepreneurs. It sounds fantastic. There's, there's, there's my entrepreneurial part of my brain, which is going, sign me up now, Ken. Uh, and, and then there's the, the realistic one that's looking at the workload that lies ahead of me. And I'm going, no, David, you know, it's, uh, well, it's, this is, the, uh, well, well, this is what we'll take care of. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful stuff. Ken, it does wrap it up for the show. Uh, time's time has flown. I can't believe it, but thank you so much for taking the time out and uh, having a chat to us. We do wish you all the very best. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks a lot, Dave. There we go. That was my special guest, Ken Attard from uh, Mindset Malta. You can check out a little bit more of what Ken does at adaptandpivotnow.com. As I said, wraps it up to each and every one of you. Take care, look after yourselves, 
and thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to What's Involved. We hope this episode inspires you to find your passion and live your dream. Don't forget to rate, review, and share the podcast. And to see what's happening, what's going on, and what's coming, follow What's Involved on Facebook and Twitter at What's Involved. Thanks again for listening.